It doesn't really matter if it's any good or what you should be doing. All that really matters is today's today. And what would you like to say? Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. It's just for you. Uh, hello. Is this one? Hey, 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 wow. <laughs> hey, guys. Wow, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. So, hey, I'm Kite. Yeah, as in the thing you fly in the sky. <laughs> it's great to have you listening. So, I'm talking to you from my very own recording studio. It's like proper legit. <laughs> it's in Portobello. Yeah, close to you. Now, I've got to tell you a secret. I've got to fess up so you really get my vibe right now. Uh, my studio is in a caravan. It's a super cool, kind of old-looking caravan. I'll tell you about it. So are you all comfy? I'll get comfy. Oh, God, I sound like mum. <laughs> mum is one of those people that's always, always doing things, you know? Even when she's chilling, she's doing things and telling everyone else to get comfy. Linda, that's mum. She has this knack of watching TV and doing Sudoku and speaking to her mate on WhatsApp, and also simultaneously eyeing him her pants. <laughs> it's honestly incredible. It's a real talent. I had a bit of an argument with mum this morning. Basically, mum wants me to go to uni. And I'm like, why, Linda? It really annoys her when I don't call her mum and call her Linda. And she's like, Kite, you'll learn so much and you'll get a job and blah, blah, blah. And I say calmly, Linda... You never went to uni and you've always had a job. That makes her really cross because I know for a fact that she loved working on her amazing fruit and veg store. When B, oh, that's my friend from primary school. When me and B were little, we used to hang out on the store in the summer holidays. B said she hated all fruit and all vegetables. But mum had this magic way of making the fruit look really shiny and delicious. And then even B would secretly munch on a crispy apple and I could tell she actually really liked it. <laughs> so, right, what I'm trying to say is me and mum were not in a good zone this morning. We were supposed to be working together and usually we get on fine. Mum helps out at the food bank at Big Sainsbury's. Well, she runs it, really, and I sometimes help out too. And I really like it because everyone is actually really friendly, despite things being hard, you know? Anyway, that's where I saw B again, at the food bank. I hadn't seen her for seven years. We both went to different secondary schools. It was proper sad. We had such a good time at Colville. You know when some people talk about primary school and they pretend it was good, like... Like, Colville was actually really good. At the beginning of every school year, September, the science teacher, Mrs. Beryl, oh, she was, she was round and friendly and once lived in South Africa. <laughs> anyway, Mrs. Beryl would sometimes just not do lessons in September. Mrs. Beryl would make us sit down at the beginning of our lesson. Me and B would get out our science books and our legit new pencil cases. And then Mrs. Beryl would suddenly say, All right, guys. Grab your coats, we are going out. And we'd all cheer and whoop and gallop, holding hands all the way to the park. Once we got to the park, the science lesson would begin. And the science lesson, my friends, was basically just finding cool stuff. <laughs> Mainly really big leaves. 
Mrs. Beryl would instruct us to look at all the colours and the shapes of the leaves and pick up any litter we saw. Oh, we can save you, Mrs. Beryl would say to an empty can of Coke, and she'd put it in her handbag, and next week she'd have made a pair of earrings out of the old Coke can. She always carried a bin bag and we'd fill it full of leaves of all shapes and sizes. Okay, I hear you. That might sound a little bit, like, boring, but I get it. But it wasn't. It really wasn't. We loved it. Because nature is actually just science. We learnt that the leaves were dropping off so that the trees could look after themselves during the winter. And Mrs Beryl would say that it was the trees being kind to themselves. You must be kind. Especially in September, she'd say. And then we'd walk back to school singing. So Colville was really fun. <laughs> me and B did everything together. She learned to read before me, so she read me The Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, mad good book. So addictive. And it was that summer that we'd found the caravan. The summer before we went into year six. Now, the caravan honestly looked like something out of a really bad horror film. There was cobwebs on the windows, a rusty door, no sign of any life. B wanted to explore inside but didn't want to try the door first. Typical B. So I went for it. Brave. I crept up to the door while B hid behind a tree and I held my breath and I pulled the handle and opened the door really slowly and as I did this massive load of water came off the roof and totally drenched me and I actually properly screamed also I'm not gonna lie to you guys there was a lot of bird poo there too I turned around and B was literally crying with laughter she said a bit of we came out she was laughing so much but I bravely continued to be brave and stepped in it was really old inside. It was all dark wood under a layer of dust. You can see that it once would have been really posh. Every cupboard was empty until the very, very last one. Just as I was about to open the last cupboard, B was brave enough to come in. She stood in the doorway and sniffed. It, it's haunted, she said. <laughs> I laughed like she could smell ghosts. <laughs> and as I was laughing, I opened this cupboard. And right there, right in the middle, was a small brown box. I reached for the box on tiptoes and picked it up. It rattled. I held it tightly and B opened it slowly. And inside were two bright yellow pencils. They were gleaming and shining like the apples on Mum's stall, perfectly sharp. We both stood there staring at them for a while. And I think maybe if I'm being totally honest, I was hoping for like a Horcrux or Queen Victoria's tiara or like a proper rare Pokemon card like a shiny Gyarados, but B seemed really happy about the pencils. It's meant to be, she said. It's a sign. There's one for you and one for me. This means going back to school is going to be okay. I can still, like, really remember the way she said that. <laughs> After that, 
We cleaned the caravan until it sparkled. We took our pocket money and went to Budgeons and bought baked beans, three bars of dairy milk and a proper big multi-pack of quavers. <laughs> a real feast. And then B decided that the pencils were magic. And I didn't believe her, but I sort of did believe her. I told B, I'm not very good at drawing. And then she said dramatically, You don't need to be good. Trying is enough. The magic will do the rest. And she would draw these pictures just with that yellow pencil. Pictures that looked like the sky and the clouds and the top of the buildings on Ladbrook Grove. But sometimes they'd look like castles and crowns and majestic flamingos. And yeah, it was magic. We spent the whole last week of the summer holidays in the caravan. Mum didn't mind. And Bee's mum didn't really notice. She didn't really notice anything, to be honest. We stuck up our drawings inside the caravan on the wall by the door. One day, Bee started drawing on the actual walls and even the ceiling. It was really cool. And then we pretended that this caravan could really fly. We took it up over the tops of the market, over Colville and over the park. Bee would wave at all the dogs and shout, hey doggo, to every single one. <laughs> and then we flew over the Royal Albert Hall. We'd circle around it really fast a couple times and I'd shout, hey Albert, look at us. We did the Victorians for like the whole of year four and five. And then Bee would shout, don't be sad Albert mate, she really did love you. And once Albert clinged onto the back of the caravan, we'd soar up high so that London was a tiny little dot and then India was a tiny little dot and then America was then a tiny dot. And that was probably all the places that we knew. Oh, Bee could always see the Big Dipper in Blackpool because she went there on some holidays once. We'd get eventually through the blue skies to space. And we'd float amongst the stars and the meteors and the planets munching on our quavers. And one day we saw Prince Albert and Queen Victoria together floating past in a fancy carriage with loads of toffee popcorn. And then Bee's granny. <laughs> she was sitting in an old shopping trolley from Big Sainsbury's. <laughs> Hello. Hi. We spent the last evening of the summer holidays in the caravan. As it got closer and closer to seven o'clock, B got quieter and quieter. I, I don't want to go back to school, she said. Why, I said. Because it will never be as good as this. Oh yeah, it will be. It's way better than being at home all the time. And we get real desks in year six with our own drawer. I know, but I like this. And being here, and I just like to stay here in our caravan forever. But B, it's never going to be as good as this. The next morning, we met on the corner of B's road and walked to Colville together. Halfway there, B went really pale and was sick in the gutter. I gave her my Ribena, and by the time we neared the front gate, she seemed all right. Just as we were about to go in, she stopped and said, Hey, Kite, you forgot something. And out of her pocket, she pulled out our shiny yellow pencils. Slightly shorter than they once were, but sharpened again and ready to go. Once we got into our new form room, everything was shiny. <laughs> and we had our own desks with one brightly coloured drawer each. 
I don't remember much else, or what B was like that day, but I know I kept my yellow pencil safely stored in my blue drawer. And by the end of year six, we ended up going to different secondary schools, and I didn't really get to see B. Occasionally, I'd see her hanging outside Budgeons with her new friends. I kind of wish I'd gone over and said hey, but I, I never did. Things changed a lot when I was at Holland Park. Mum gave up the stall because it didn't make enough money, so she got a job at Big Sainsbury's. And then the food bank was started, and she organised all of that. So uh, I've been helping out at the food bank, and like two weeks ago, B just walked in with her mum. And it was a little bit awkward at first. I asked her how she was, and she said, I haven't been great, but I'm getting better. Then she changed the subject and told me about this place, the caravan I'm sitting in right now, talking to you guys. <laughs> she asked me if I remembered our old caravan and the magic yellow pencils. And I was like, duh, how could I forget? <laughs> and then she said, well, I found a new caravan. She said that she comes here in the afternoons and sits on the steps and draws and writes. She told me to check it out. And the box of pencils was here waiting for me. So, here I am. Having a go at this. And B was right. It is about having a go. And like, trying. Trying to try, you know? Listen, even if you're a bit nervous, that's okay. So yeah, maybe you can see if you can find a pencil. And go on. Give it a go. Hey, thanks for listening. You're really cool. Yeah, you could write about the trees or draw some bees. You can make Harry Styles out of origami. All that really matters is today's today. And what would you like to say? Have a look at the sky, grab a pencil and try. Have a look at the sky, grab a pencil and yeah, try.